Hey, I'm sex, love, and relationship therapist, Dr. Laura Berman. And for the last 30 years, I've been helping people just like you learn to love and be loved better. Welcome to the Language of Love Bites, where I tackle your most asked questions and requested topics. These episodes are designed to be fun, quick, and to the point. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. This Language of Love Bites is addressing a question I get asked all the time by you. And I've had so many come in recently about issues that are coming up for moms and their partners and their relationships around sex and intimacy postpartum. Now, obviously, okay, the doctor tells you after you have a baby, assuming you gave birth to that baby, to wait six weeks. And then they do a checkup and then they say, okay, you're cool to have sex, right? But 99.9% of the time, sex is not happening at that point, or if it is happening, it is painful. Things don't feel like they're in the same place as they were before you gave birth, even if you didn't have a vaginal delivery. And if you did have a vaginal delivery, much less if you had any tearing or injury during that vaginal delivery, that really can change the nature of your sexual experience. Now, let's add into that the hormonal changes. Any woman who has been pregnant is going to go through a hormonal adjustment post-pregnancy because our hormones needed to be at a certain point to grow and create that baby and to give birth to the baby. And then if she is breastfeeding, this is really something that a lot of doctors overlook talking to their patients about and the new moms and their partners about. If you are breastfeeding, okay, which is a beautiful, healthy thing to do, if you can, your hormones have to basically be like a menopausal woman's. You have little to no estrogen because that is what creates the hormonal cycle that allows you to make milk. Okay. So if you're going to make milk, you are basically going to have a sexual experience in some ways of a menopausal woman. You're going to have dryness. You maybe even will have atrophy, kind of thinning of the vaginal walls and the area around the genitals. You may have difficulty getting aroused. That is all very normal if you are breastfeeding. And guess what? Up to six months after you stop breastfeeding, because it can take that long for your body to hormonally re-equilibrate to where it's going to be, okay? So that's really important for you to understand. You have to wait three to six months after you stop breastfeeding to expect your body to lubricate, respond, and be as juicy as it was pre-pregnancy, right? And even then, sometimes there are issues depending on your age and other things going on, medications you're on, whatever. But let's just put a pin in that for now. We can dive more into hormones another time. I'm a PhD, not an MD, but I deal with hormones a lot with women shepherd them through the process. I understand a lot about what happens, but let, okay. So hormones and things don't feel in the same place. Also, you now have a 24 hour need machine because that is what a beautiful baby is. There are beautiful, gorgeous, miraculous 24 hour need machine that is exhausting and amazing. But how the heck do you have energy for anything? You don't even have energy to go to the grocery store, hardly much less to have sex. So It's about really understanding that these changes, especially in the first three to six months after birth, are significant, right? And if you are struggling with desire or sexual response, that is normal. Now, does that mean that you just say to your partner, you know, bye-bye, see you in six months? No. 
Because sex, as you're always hearing me say, is such a fundamental and important part of your relationship. And you now have this new life. Like the two of you are the foundation for this family. Okay. So you have to be strong. You have to be a model of what a loving relationship looks like. And your bond is in large part a result of that sexual connection. So it does mean that you still want to give your sex life attention. You want to use a lot of lubricant. You want to go slowly. You want to have a lot of foreplay. Maybe you don't even have penetration if it really hurts at first and you do other things, right? But you definitely maintain the physical intimacy. That is super important. And it doesn't mean that it has to be a huge extravaganza that takes an hour where you're both swinging from the chandeliers, okay? It can be gentle and sweet. It can be outer course or what I like to call Venus, very erotic, non-insertive sex. If the insertive sex is painful, use a lot of lubricants, use some toys, do whatever you need to do, but keep the physical intimacy strong and connected at least once a week, starting when the doctor says it's okay. And make sure that you are taking that quality time alone, even if it's for an hour while the baby's sleeping, or even better, if you can get a family member, friend, babysitter, someone to give you those two-hour breaks where you're not just running around doing a million errands, but you're really spending quality time together because it's so easy. This is why we hear so often that once the kids came, the relationship starts to disintegrate. The only reason that happens is because you go from being here side by side to being a triangle where your only point of connection is that baby. And we don't want that to happen. We want you all to stay connected with the baby in between you and with you, right? But where you also have your own separate connection that you nurture and prioritize for the rest of your life, especially if you want to stay together forever. Okay. I hope that gives you some guidance. If you want to learn more or have a question that you want me to address in a language of love bite, I love talking about this stuff. Whatever's on your mind, I will give you a nice juicy bite to get you started in the right direction. Cause that's what I'm here for. Helping you learn to love and be loved better. 